Welcome to For What It's Worth, introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom, now in its 10th glorious season. There are certain women I just want to bitch slap. <laughs> so in summary, people are awful. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. Banana conda. I'm a horrible person. You leave stuff laying around? I'm a really bad person. Ooh, welcome to my quest womb. Pull that record. We're done. Abort. And welcome back. We are in the second half of season 10. Um, hope you guys all enjoyed your summer break or what you did. Uh, I know we took some time to relax and enjoy and stay out of the heat. I don't know about you guys. It's very warm here. Um, but what have what have you guys been up to over the last what, like two months? Rue, what have you been up to? Well, first of all, thank you so so very much for letting us have this amazing break. I and I got up to totally so many ungood things. It was great. Uh, but I'd have to say that some of the things that I was up to is I was I've been playing Boulder's Gate and Boulder's Gate has been fun. I and mean, who hasn't been playing Boulder? Me because it keeps crashing on me. No. <laughs> we need to change that. But I've been playing with Click and Vossen and we and I also have a game that I'm playing with Sammy and his wife and uh it's been and Voss and that's been pretty fun. So uh and then at other than that, I've been playing uh, Seven Days to Die, which is a survival game, and that one's pretty fun. We play it weekly, and that's awesome. yeah. yeah, that's very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, those, it's been great playing those things together. What about you, Click? I mean, other than playing the games with us, been doing anything fun? Not really. That pretty much summed up my summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, what games have we been playing that I may? That we may not have named. That's well together. That's it. We we do seven days every week, and we've all been playing Baldur's Gate. But other than just work, have have you played anything by yourself that's new or? Yeah, all the um, usuals. Oh, okay. All anything sim related or management or you know those weird, quirky, boring games that nobody likes. <laughs> that's, that's not somebody true. Somebody has to like them. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that love factorial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Nuka? I know you had the summer off for research from teaching. Yeah. yeah. What did you get up to while you weren't being a professor? I nearly died. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, for, That's always an adventure. Furries what? almost killed me. Uh, no. I I was gonna say you can't just throw that out there without a story. <laughs> no, fur, fur, furries almost killed me. I went to uh, Anthrocon and then Furay back to back, and despite being one of like five furries in the world who decided to mask at these cons, um, I somehow managed to come away from one of them. I don't know which one, with some kind of virus, which, when coupled with all the wildfire smoke up here in Canada, uh, and my history of asthma, put me in the hospital, with some really nasty bronchitis. So. Uh, so that was exciting. <laughs> I spent about a month Ooh. recovering from that. Um, but now I, uh, I 
was trying to play Baldur's Gate 3. Sadly, uh, I'm, for whatever reason, uh, just inundated with uh, crashes and bugs, and it doesn't seem to be working for me, so I'm waiting for it to get patched. In the meantime, I've decided to revisit one of my favorite games, Dark Souls 2, uh, between preparing for all of my, uh, my classes, which start just over a week. Woo! Oh, and, and Nuka, as of you know the time frame we're actually recording, they did a big patch. I saw that. Yeah, they did a pa- I saw they did a patch, so, so I'm actually kind of tempted to to give it a shot yeah, and see if maybe they try. fixed it. So, yeah, so fingers crossed. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers and toes. <laughs> um, what about you, Voss, Mister in the sound booth? <laughs> Sorry, I had to break out. Yeah, I am a master of sound manipulation, as it were. For me, I don't know, work, going back to school a lot, doing mostly that, and that's taking up all of my time. What you going back to school for? Education. um, For education's sake, yes, totally. Going into a clinical lab tech. Doing so work that's going to be a big change testing. compared to what you're doing? Yeah, not turning wrenches and going and working with blood vials. With wrenches. Very similar. <laughs> yes, I will be smacking blood vials with wrenches. It'll um, be a mess. I don't know if they'll appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think that's how this works. Instructions what? unclear. Smash blood vials with wrench. <laughs> well, awesome. Sounds like we've all had a eventful summer. What about you, Sammy? What have you been up to? Uh, same thing. I mean, as you said, we're all playing Baldur's Gate. Been playing seven days with you all. And then I've also been playing Final Fantasy sixteen which is amazing. It is absolutely gorgeous and so well done. I recommend it for everybody, even if you haven't played a Final Fantasy game or don't like Final Fantasy games, I would still play it. Um, It is unfortunately only on the PS5 right now, so if you're lucky enough to have one, uh, you should definitely pick it up. I really, really enjoy it. Um, Other than that... um, Work's been picking back up for me, but that's because I work IT at, like, the biggest university in the state, so all the wee children are back in class and on campus and making and things. And they all have computer issues. All of them. And they all have <laughs> stupid computer issues that, you know, nah, they're not all stupid. Just some of them. <laughs> but... It does make the campus very busy, and parking is difficult, and it's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, yeah, just keeping in the the cold out of the heat, because no thank you. So they don't have, like, Sammy Southpaw parking lot across the university? You know, I wish they did. Or nothing else, like technicians or like something that's like no. near the front no we just have our our 
parking area that everyone else can park in as well. So, so in other words, when you have computers that you have to set up, you have to like haul your computers all the way across the parking lot. Well, I mean, it depends on what building we're going to because we are we are a departmental IT team, so we are only overseeing certain computers. Um, there are a few that are in other buildings that we do have to walk them to, which does kind of suck. <laughs> but mostly they're pretty close by, and we've got cart. We keep asking for them to buy us like a golf cart to drive around. But that'd be nice. No luck, no luck yet. One day. Hey Rue, over the summer, did you eat any good cookies? Oh my goodness, I have had so many cookies. And guess what? What? I have a cookie to share with you today. <gasps> Ooh. How unexpected. So, I, <laughs> I've been playing lots and lots of Boulder Skate, like we've already talked about. And of course, what is the class that I always play as? It doesn't matter what the race is, I'll change it. But I always play the Stabby Rogue. So, here we go. This is the cookie for the Rogue. Your silent efforts are about to be rewarded in bed with a cookie. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. That works. Okay. Yes. I like it. Perfect. This is well, what this is what it takes to get good fortunes. We have to go on break. We have to go on break <laughs> and you need to fight. you need to go stab some people for the You eat lots fortunes. and lots of cookies. Just bags of cookies oh. to get one that has a good fortune. Just absolutely mm -hmm. amount it. Well, Speaking of which, if somebody has a good fortune that they would like to share, they can always email that to us. But let's go on break. Okay. <laughs> go eat your cookies, and we'll be back in a minute. Alright, welcome back everybody. Let's jump right into our topic today. We are going to be talking about social media and the fandom. Woo! It's about time. Yes. So, why did we choose this topic, Sammy? Um, I mean, we chose this topic because it's a good topic. I mean, we all use social media. We all are on different forms of social media and at the time of recording this episode there is a very large flux happening in regards to where people go to get their interactions where people are for you know posting their art and their videos and their other things and so it's definitely at the moment a pretty hot hot topic Relevant. yeah of you know what's a good social media what's a bad social media you know how do you manage your your social media accounts all that kind of stuff so it's definitely one that we thought could be um you know good to talk about so just to start it off because i decided to 
started off like this. The definition for social media, uh, as defined by the Webster Merriam Dictionary, is forms of electronic communication, such as websites for social networking and microblogging, through which users create online communities to share information, ideas, personal messages, and other content. Um, so that's a pretty broad definition. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, I think most of the time when we say, or when people in general say, oh, I'm on social media, or do you, you know, what social media do you use? We typically think of things like, um, Twitter and Facebook and um, those kinds of things. Um, TikTok. You mean X? No. It will <laughs> never, I will never call it that. Ever, 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 ever. It's Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you mean Twitter X, formerly known as Twitter? No. <laughs> but in reality, there's lots of kinds of social media based off of that definition. Um, even things such as, you know, forum pages uh, and chat rooms and, you know, anywhere that you interact with people. So things like, you know, the Fur Affinity Forums or a local fandom group forum, um, Telegram, Discord, all of those can be considered social media because it's a place where you communicate with other people in an online setting and you can do all that kind of so stuff. So I was wondering, does someone like YouTube count? I would say it does in a way. Um, Cause there are comments and stuff under YouTube. I know that communities rise up. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So I, I was wondering if YouTube counted. In the For me, I would say it does. I mean, maybe other people, not so much, but I would consider YouTube, TikTok. uh, What's some other ones? I don't know. YouTube and TikTok are the big video ones at this point. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Snapchat. Um, yeah. yeah guessing, they're all a form of social media because it's a Mertube, form you know. of yeah, a form of <laughs> communication between people. Um, Nobody's supposed to know about that one, Rue. Oh. 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 Sorry. I'll just go back to eating cookies. <laughs> okay. Good idea. Um. My favorite that I always say we should just go back to is MySpace. But that's just me. Oh, MySpace. I know. The good old I... days when you had to know HTML to use social media. <laughs> right? Learned so much doing those. Also, I miss Tom. He was everybody's friend. Or blogs. What's funny is people like talk about blogs and blogging and microblogging. I'm like, there was a spike just blog spot. That was like an actual, like place you went to do it you know you'd had a blog and i don't think anyone has a blog today but it was yeah. a thing well, um because it, everybody uh, with a blog just switched to vlogs everybody's doing videos now yeah remember yahoo groups yahoo yeah. groups i remember msn yeah, chat. Any of the old <laughs> chat or uh, text-based chats the yes. old like furry muck any of the any of the yep. yeah text-based chat rooms where everybody would meet up and Role play and so the episode today things. is people being old and talking about right. old technology. <laughs> Pretty much, because here's the here's the thing. Um, what's interesting is seeing how technology has because because of technology, um, it, it's gotten us to where we are today, 
uh, without those former pieces of technology, we wouldn't have the, the community spaces that we have or, or the different types of social media channels that we have. So I think what's great is all of these old pieces of technology are just stepping stones to get us to what we currently have. Yeah. Well, they're still out there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's amazing how much it's dramatically shifted the way we engage with it though. Like, you know, and, 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 you know, this thinking about the, the fandom itself and how we interact with the fandom. One of the things that, you know, Kids nowadays, I'm going to talk an old guy shaking my fist at some clouds here. Kids but, nowadays. Um, one of the things that, that younger folks may not understand is that some of the original ones, so like the MSN chats, whatever, you had to be online to interact. If you weren't online, you know, you couldn't interact, right? And it was a, a very deliberate, like you would turn on your MSN, you would turn on your, you know, your chat thing, and it would, you know, then you would chat for a while, and then you would turn it off when you were done or when you were leaving. Telegram is always on. Right. It's, it's always kind of on the, well, yeah, it's you, you, most people keep it always on the background or discord always on. And so conversations are happening even when you're not there. And MSN was very different in that. Well, regard. any of the old chat rooms were like that, but you, you know, one thing to consider is it's, it's hard to think about, but smartphones really haven't been around that long. I mean, they're, they're such an integrated part of life now, but, you know, 10 years ago, that was it. The The message boards and Yahoo Chat and MSN and, you know, that was the only way to get a hold of other people. I mean, you had cell phones, but they were phones more than computers. Yeah, so, you had, yeah, like you said, you they're not just always and on. And that's it. Right. It wasn't apps. Do you think that it was only 10 years ago? I think that it was much longer than Shh, that. Time I is an illusion. <laughs> I think it's been about fifteen to twenty years. Yeah, yeah. but like, it, but it's amazing the all the the expectation that a person is always on. This is this is one thing that I really struggle with with social media and why I've never fully picked up on it is because like I'm I'm busy with life and I can't, you know, I I, I make a deliberate effort like twice a day I'll check my my Telegram messages or my Discord messages. But, you know, I'll have friends who get mad and say, well, you know, I, I sent you a message in Telegram. Why didn't you check it? I'm like, I check it. I go on to check it. And then I, like, close it and turn it off like the old days. Uh, and I know that I'm the odd one out here. <laughs> That's not typical, I think. No. Um, and it is just a very different way. You, you, you never fully get away from the fandom, I think, if you're... Um, much more accustomed and grew up with Telegram or Discord. Right. Or it's, well, it's okay, Nuka. You are not alone. Think about it with me. <laughs> In order to get a hold of me, the easiest way is to message my significant other. And then <laughs> I'll get back to you. And then it's still like 20 minutes, 30 That's minutes. That's very true. Well, <laughs> social media is run by convenience if you really think about it. Like, and you know that's the thing is back then you had to get on you had to make an effort to actually get onto social media and and devote time yeah. to it. Now it's a convenience thing. It's in everybody's pocket. It's always with you, and like you said, it's always on. It you know it's just a matter of whether you take the time to actually look at your phone or, you know, some people who never put their damn phones down. Yeah. Well, and then the reverse is also true because I noticed that one thing that irritates my friends is that when I am one of the few times when I am on Telegram and I'm wanting to talk to them, I'll po- I say, "Oh, they're online," and I'll poke them and I'll pester them, I'm like, "Hey, hey, why aren't you responding to me?" And like, "Well, I, I'm you know busy with something." I'm like, "Well, then why are you you know why do I see that you're online?" Again, back in the day, it used to be if you were on 
you know, Messenger, if Messenger was open and on, you were making a deliberate conscious decision <laughs> to be on. And right, you, were, you, you know, you were there to engage as opposed to it's running in right, the background. You're, on, you're available. Always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember, um, gosh, like I used to use the Deviant Art chat rooms a lot. And then, of course, with like MSN Messenger and those things. It'd be like, I'm going to be online doing on stuff, doing stuff, and I want to have those open, but I don't want people to be, like, poking me, but I want to go check them periodically. So you'd set yourself as, you know, unavailable or away or, you know, show yourself not <laughs> online, those kinds of things. So I can definitely see where that... Uh, where that mindset comes from of, oh, it shows you're online, so that means you're actively online and chatting, which now, is, yeah, as you say, it just, if you're on on your phone, it's going to show you, you know, you're online. If you're on something else, it'll show you as online, and that's definitely not a conscious thought that people have anymore. Even in work, I mean, we use... Microsoft Teams for how, you know, and that does the same thing. It'll show us when we're online. It'll show us when we're away or if we're in a meeting, those kinds of things. So even, even like professional social media, because that would be a social media, still has those concepts. Oh, and I hate yeah. it. I hate it so much because uh, it's, a, it's an expectation at my school that I have a, a Teams account and I have to have yep. it, and I, I do. Um, but students are able to contact their professors. And it's it's strange to me that this thing is just on. And and, and Lord, you know, he tried to not be on. And you know, even if I try to close it or, you know, it, it keeps trying to pop itself up and open itself up on my damn computer. Um, but, you know, I'll have a student who will be like, oh, you know, Dr. Plant is, is online at one in the morning. I can message him now. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing messaging me at one in the morning and expecting a response, yeah. you know? So I'm like, yeah. email me. That, you know, that way I can control when I talk to you and yeah. when I, you know. One of, one of the things that I have learned at work, because, like, what happens is I just get phone call after phone call. And it's like I am, I'm working on a particular task that there's certain, certain tasks. You know those tasks that if you get interrupted, it's like you're starting all over again. Mm. Yeah, you're just train wrecked, mm -hmm. yeah. And so you need to, like... A coworker of mine was like, why don't you just put yourself on do not disturb when you're working on those? And for some reason, why would I why would I need to have that reminder? And that's because I guess I've just gotten so used to having that always on type type mentality that I always have to have myself available that sometimes I forget you can actually unplug yourself from those things once in a while just to be able to get shit done. Yeah. And let me tell you, yesterday when I was working, that was so helpful. And I am <laughs> going to do that again. Because what happens is I get phone calls and I am like, oh, I have to take care of this. I have to do it immediately. And then I get derailed into something else. And yeah, it's very easy for me to get um, like, I kind of have my squirrel moments where it's like, oh, have to go down this rabbit hole. Okay, I'm over here. Oh. <laughs> have to go this way but anyways uh yes social media um yeah it's good to shut off once in a while and put yourself on do not disturb and get things done yeah well 
I was oh, saying, we can talk is, about that a little bit more later. Um, I've yeah. got that. Well, one thing the, about down the road. That it just reminded me, so I, I, I don't forget. Um, you know, one nice thing about social media in the form that it is now, you know, specifically like Telegram or even uh, Twitter, you know, if if something is in text, I can go back and find it and yeah. remember. If somebody calls me and tells me something and I forget, it's just gone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. If I If I don't, someone tells me something or it's like, you have an appointment. If I don't write it down, I'm I'm done for. <laughs> right, and with most social media now, it's it's written down anyways. It's just yeah. there. And and for me, I'm kind of the opposite. It's like if I can get a phone call, if I can just call you, I can say and and we can have a conversation and figure things out so quickly. Versus, I'm gonna send you a message. Great. Now you're going to send me a message back. Okay. Now I'm going to send you a me- It takes forever. <laughs> Versus- well, especially if you're like me and you have big, fat, clumsy fingers and you can't use a damn uh, uh, phone keypad accurately. I sound like an idiot because my spelling is garbage, because my, my thumbs are fat and I, I can't use it, use keys properly. But like if, if, if I could use a keyboard or just, yeah, like I said, call uh, infinitely faster. Mm-hmm. Oh, at yeah. least for me. My my message typing changes between if I'm on my phone or if I'm at my computer for sure. Um but I want to I want to go back since before we were talking about all of us old people talking <laughs> about how it used to be. What I want I want everybody to think hard about this, okay? Thinking your your deep recesses of your mind. What was your earliest or your first like social media that you used and regularly used, whether it be furry related or not furry related, just in general, do you remember what the first thing was that you got? Wouldn't that be yes. recess? <laughs> Speaking of recesses, <laughs> like no, it like, has to be on first, a computer. Well, I guess media on a computer. <laughs> interaction. Yeah, I know that doesn't count. Not technically, media though. You're breaking the immersion. Electro. Electronic social media. Electronic social media. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nuka. Uh, I, I definitely remember um, one of the earliest was on MSN. So MSN uh, uh, for chatting. MSN stuff, like, Messenger. Uh, Network. Yeah. Uh, but also, even before that, there were MSN chat rooms and MSN groups. And I remember this was before I was a furry. This was like a decade before I was a furry. But there was that, like... I didn't know the word furry existed or anything, but there was definitely a a chat room called Dragons Forever that I just happened to be a part of. And it was all, everyone had furry, like, you know, had these anthro characters. I didn't think anything of it, but I happened to have a cat character named Nuka. And I, you know, I ran around there being a menace because I was like a stupid, you know, what, how I was like 14 years old or whatever, 13 years old in these little chat rooms. And um, yeah, that was kind of like my first exposure to, um, the use of, of media for that, like 98, 2000, somewhere in that, that range. <laughs> what about you, Rue? Do you remember? Um, I remember. You remember? Um, yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I would have to say that it was probably Facebook for me. Really? Uh, 
yeah, I know that that sounds super early, but you have to understand, I was very, very protected as a child. Like I was, I was like bubble wrap protected. So, um, yeah, Facebook probably was the the number one thing for me. And God, I wasn't in college when Facebook uh, became a thing. <laughs> I feel so old. Yeah, and, and it's not that I am. <laughs> well, super Rue probably that... was too, but that's just the first social interaction <laughs> that he got. Pretty much, I, I real, I, I guess for me, my social interaction wasn't wasn't actually at a playground. It was it was at a church yeah. saying prayers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I can understand that. Click. Do you? What about you? What were your early social medias? MySpace. Yeah. That was the first one, you know, the whole, and, you know, and it wasn't, oh, what's this new thing? It It's the same as everything else that I get involved with. It's, you know, a couple of friends did it and then a bunch of friends did it and then everybody was doing it. So it was like, okay, I'll see what this is all about. Yeah. You know, and it, it wasn't very long before Facebook came out that I was on MySpace, but MySpace was definitely the first. Actually... To tie it back into the fandom, you know, I had I had MySpace and Facebook when it came out, but that was all I had until I found the fandom. And then all of a sudden I was on message boards and in chat rooms and, you know, had the three screens on my computer. All of them had a different chat room open. And, <laughs> you know, I was I was very not anti-social media, but it wasn't a big part of my life. Honestly, until I until I found this fandom. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, hey, Voss. Yes. What about you? You've been listening. You do you remember your earliest social media? Uh, that one would have been a long time ago. I think it was. I think it was a message board for a video game. I think it was like Warcraft, early, early Warcraft. And then the only one I can remember is moving from that to, because I didn't really want to talk to anyone online very much, because I didn't like talking to strangers. And the only thing that really changed is getting more furry stuff and then joining on IRC. Oh, yeah, the IRC boards. (laughs) But that's when the kids today won't know. (laughs) I forgot all about them. (laughs) Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it's mildly um, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, they could be definitely. You weren't careful. For me, see, that's the thing is, one difference I've noticed between my me and and you guys is a lot of you are like, oh, it was when I found furry that I started getting more into message boards or whatever. I was always very heavy before I became a furry you know, found the fandom. I was heavy into the anime fandoms. So I was on uh like the DA chats, the Deviant Art chat rooms, and then MSN Messenger I used a lot. And then when MySpace became a thing, I was on there I think pretty early on. Um as I started going to conventions and things when I was 15, 16. Um, so I was on those groups, and that was how I found out about you know 
the when the anime convention started in Utah and things like that was going and doing and being part of those groups and then doing games on the weekends with people. But yeah, I was on there long before uh, I found furry. So I find that pretty interesting that I was kind of more heavily involved, I think, than maybe you guys were early on. So that's definitely interesting. Well, it, a lot of it might play into a generational thing, too, is, you know, I grew up before social media was a thing. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a huge part of, of my daily ins and outs until I found the fandom and had a reason to look for social media outlets. For for the record, I'll I'll I'll, I'll point out that I was on MSN uh, uh, Messenger basically all throughout high school every night. My first uh, my first significant other, was, I met them online and we dated online. I, I did online <sighs> dating before it was a thing for like three and a half Scandalous. years, all the high school. Yeah, I'm so, kind of thinking you're more. Uh, I was very much more part of the norm, Sammy, and I think I'm kind of the outlier here. Maybe I seems don't like know. seems like a lot of people are active on social media and then find the fandom through it. I was a ditch kid. I was one of those kids that went out and played in the ditch. You got left, and then you got left in the ditch. You know, <laughs> the parents were were said it's ten o'clock. Where is your children? And then they'd come and find me. So they'd ring a bell and you'd come running. See, it's weird. Yeah, at we that... just had to make sure to go home before the lights were off are on. So. I think coming back to what Click was saying was, you know, when you don't have it on all the time, you just don't think about it as much. You don't look at it every day. Or you sit there, or you were the one sitting there on the forum, refreshing the page, hoping the person you were chatting to would, would post. Because, would pop on, yeah. Yeah, because they were in a different time zone and you're like, hello, I want to talk to you, but I don't know where you are. But I think that definitely there's been a lot of changes over the years, and it's interesting to think about where it started and kind of where we've come, you know, where we are at now, as with all things. Um, it's good to know before we start talking about how it relates to the fandom yeah, specifically. Yeah, and we're going to get into that. Um, I think we will take a break here, actually. Let's uh, take a break, get some water. Hit the bathroom if you need to, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit, and we'll talk more on how social media affects furry or how furry maybe affects social media. So we'll be back in just a little bit.
Hey there folks, do you know what the FCC is? Neither do we, but apparently they require us to let people know every so often just what the heck they're listening to. We call these little segments where we tell people that they're listening to it for what it's worth, iDents, and we need your help to make them more interesting. God knows you don't need to be listening to any more of our voices. So if you've got a good radio voice or even just an interesting voice or just a voice or if you want to add your own bit of quirkiness to the show, uh, just send us a recording of you telling folks uh, who you are and that they're listening to for what it's worth. You can email those idents to us directly uh, or send them to us through SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com FWIW. And you might just hear yourself in the next episode. Technology, it's wacky, right? was like really in there like right to the elbow and i'm trying to get it out oh shit is this on yeah i think i think we're oh. on oh okay 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 well that's the little oh. lights flashing so i think that means and we're now on. we're back oh. hi everybody hi oh we're here to talk about social so, media right we are we are and uh <laughs> i guess just before we start talking about social media and the fandom uh it's worth it you know because i'm a big stats nerd uh to pull up some stats on it because uh if you thought that uh, social media had a presence in the fandom, you would be right. As it turns out, we got some data just taken from this summer uh, from Amphicon and the folks over at Ferality, so the VR furry convention. And uh, turns out a lot of them use social media. In fact, when you combine the samples, uh, can you guys guess which which uh, piece of software or program or piece of media? Was the most popular? Everyone take a guess, and we'll see who who's got the the most prevalent one. It's like family. Telegram. Favorite. All right, so you guess in Telegram, Brew. X. I'd say that or FA. X FA and Voss. You, you think Voss? X. I don't know. I would say Facebook, but it's on the decline. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see, other ones you guys said, Facebook, 10.8% of furries use Facebook regularly. Uh, what else did we have? Uh, Telegram, 57.2%, that was better. Uh, Twitter or X, uh, 74.4%, but number one, uh, <laughs> what, or, who's, did someone say Discord? No. Oh, no, Discord, oh, wait, I forgot sorry. all about that. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, Discord was number one, actually. Wow. Discord is number one with 91.3%. Who's did I miss? Uh, FA. FA. Oh, FA. Uh, FA. Yeah, FA was fifty-four point seven percent. Yeah. So yeah, number number one, Discord, ninety-one point three percent of. I furries forgot about Discord. Discord, but Discord is huge. I mean, considering we, <laughs> as a group, we use it every week when we play, <laughs> which is funny that we all forgot about. Yeah, it. we're on literally we're on Discord all the damn time. <laughs> so it's it's really illustrative of the fact that uh yeah furries you and i guess other ones for folks uh, who are wondering youtube was also on there 76.5 of furries regularly use youtube uh vr chat 67.8 percent although that's a little bit inflated because a bunch of our uh sample came from uh, a vr a virtual convention. con <laughs> yeah um tiktok 31.1 percent so almost one in three furries use this tiktok uh instagram 18.8 percent uh, yeah, Mastodon, 7.4%. So, uh, yeah, it's a significant chunk of the fandom. 
Um, and I think it plays an important part of the Phantom, in- increasingly so, because back in the day, back, you know, called the, the early 90s, uh, and even before that, if you didn't know someone in the fandom or if you didn't happen to sort of stumble upon a, a furry convention happening in the wild, um, you probably weren't in the fandom, right? If you weren't part of the, you know, the folks who were passing around the zines back in the day, um, you weren't there. And then I guess with the advent of the internet, it slowly became easier to find, you know, uh, uh, image boards, not image boards, but like galleries, like you know, DeviantArt and such, where you'd find furry arts. Uh, but you ask furries nowadays, you know, furries uh, uh, you know, who've been furry for, say, five years, how they found it. And the vast, vast majority of them will say it was through a YouTube channel. It was through Twitter. It was through uh, something on Instagram or TikTok. That's how they're finding it. Right. Well, and one of the biggest. So, like, like one of the things. Um, what am I trying to say? So when you're at a convention, right, and running around, one of the biggest questions you get is, what's your FA? What's your Twitter? What, you know what I mean? Facebook, not so much anymore. But it's definitely what, where can I find you on social media? Yeah. Or, or what's your, yeah, what's your, your telegram so I can tag you for this picture? Right. Or whatever. Um, and I just had a thought because you said, Nuka, that you took, those polls last summer or this this one that just passed uh, this, this summer, one but two months oh, okay ago. yeah so i'm curious what will happen in you know within the next year or so because twitter is on the decline and places like mastodon and blue sky are taking their place yeah they might take yeah, off yeah so that's definitely the new phenomenon that is blue sky yeah it is a weird phenomenon but i i mean i'm on it i like it so far we'll see where it goes <laughs> But well, it seems so. Blue Sky is a very interesting thing right now because it's it's the new place to go since Twitter imploded or is imploding. But it also seems like a clout chase right now because of the whole invite only thing. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I but guess I can see I that. Do personally, I think that you know the fandom is is really making Blue Sky take off. Yeah. I, I'm in agreement with that. I I feel like a lot of the posts I've seen that are not uh, about Blue Sky or on Blue Sky that are not from furries, so many of them are comments about how furries are... Why is there so yeah, many Yeah, that there's a lot of furries. <laughs> but then I've also seen a lot of people being like, wow, like these furries are really supporting each other you know they're bringing each other in they're bringing other artists in. they're bringing people in to so they can boost each other and boost people's pages and make sure everybody's got the resources they need and i think that's actually a really cool aspect that i don't think i've ever seen anywhere else where people in the community are like oh we need to support each other and making sure everybody has the access to these resources because you know Twitter or Facebook, when that went down, you know started going down yeah. and and things the old like juggernauts that. are going away. Yeah, it's like let's well, make sure. What creates a need? Because uh, the fandom lives and dies on the internet. Uh, we know that most furries, their interaction with other furries is predominantly in online spaces. You know, we 
the average furry makes it out to maybe one convention per year. So for the for the you know for the fifty one other weeks of the year, their only contact with other furries is typically online. And so if we lose an online space, you know, if Twitter stops becoming a friendly place for for furries to go, um, they'll need something to fill that void. Yeah, we'll we'll find a new home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I kind of like to moving. I kind of like to think about how Telegram. I think that Telegram was really boosted because of the furry fandom. I mean, I don't have any stats on that or anything like that, but, you know, if all of a sudden all the furries left tele Telegram, it would be kind of interesting to see, um, you know, the numbers itself. But but I think that we actually boosted Telegram a lot. Um, well, I, th I think you're right also, but you also got to consider, especially with Telegram, because you only talk to the people who you make contact with. So we, it, you know, in, in Telegram specifically, we're pretty much in an echo chamber of furry. I, I have very few people that I talk to on Telegram or ever have talked to on Telegram that aren't furries. Well, that that's it though. When I talk to, you know, I have friends who are both furries and not furries. Um, when I talk to my furry friends, the vast vast majority of them are on Telegram. When I right. talk to my non-furry friends, very few of them. Are on Telegram, right? Well, that's why I said I I agree with Rue one hundred percent that I'm I'm certain that the fandom is is what made Telegram what it is. Honestly, because yeah, you meet people that are outside the fandom, and most of them have no idea what Telegram even is. No, and that's true. So in my in my office, because um, we're a department IT team, we're very small. There's actually only eight of us. Yeah, there's only eight of us. And they all know I'm a furry. And which, you know, is great. Um, no, it, it is. It's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, but that's definitely one thing that we've talked, kind of talked about. Because um, we're all IT nerds. And we were talking, the other week we were talking about like security of like di these different chat sites and things like that. Um, and it is definitely a, a thing of mostly furries are on there. I know one coworker is on there, but that's because she, I consider her furry adjacent. Um, but that's because she knows someone else, you know, in her personal life that is a furry and uses telegram. Um, but it is definitely a, a thing of, I didn't know what Telegram was until, I don't even know who told me, but they were like, yeah, this is where all the furry chat rooms are, and and just go here. And now anytime I see, like, if I have a, you know, because you'll get those notifications from Telegram that say, ah, so-and-so has joined Telegram. And if they're not a furry, I about lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and that that's actually a pretty good transition to the next talking point, I think. But what um, one story that I have is where Voss and I used to work. It's, it's basically a family owned business, right? Um, the, you know, the patriarch of the family built this business up from nothing. And then, you know, his three kids took it and ran with it. And then, 
the one kind of outshine the other two, and then his kids are basically running the show now. So it's still a family-owned business. And them being the management, right, come up to us and we're like, hey, we found this new program. It's great. It's called Telegram. We can all keep in touch and we can all talk to each other. And it was, and I just had to chuckle because it's like, well, yeah, I've, I've been on it for years, <laughs> but I don't want you on it. Yeah. You know, which which kind of runs into the next the next talking point of, you know, do you have separate accounts on social media for furry versus non furry? Because with Telegram, like there's there are ways, but I you know, you can't easily just make another account without another phone yeah. number. So I was like, Well yeah, Telegram's great, but I don't want I don't want to socialize with you guys on it. You're my boss. I know that I ran into that with um, Facebook when I was on the job market a few years ago looking to be a professor. um, One of the things I had to be mindful of. So my my Facebook used to be just, you know, I was unabashedly furry on it, right? Like I think I had a picture of me in my fursuit and, you know, me commenting on on furry posts and liking furry yard and everything. And I had to do a a full scrub down. I had to essentially defurry my account. I had to strip the pictures of it that were took the pictures on it that were furry or set them to private. I had to, you know, uh, make everything private that was, uh, you know, me liking, you know, furry stuff or comments on, on you know, other people's furry stuff. Uh, just because I was mindful of the fact that, you know, if, if a potential employer is going to look at my, my Facebook account, do I want them to see, you know, the first thing, you know, me in a, a fursuit. Now, it's a little tougher for me because I'm professionally uh, tied to furries. Like, my research is furry, so uh, I've loosened up on that. But I do remember it was a very conscious decision on my part to uh, make my Facebook account decidedly not furry for that reason. I had a very similar experience, except opposite. Um, on my Facebook, I would have two separate accounts. So I'd have my my real account and then I would have my fake account and that was actually back in the time that was a regular thing normally people had two separate I mean not everybody um, had two separate accounts but it was fairly common that you would have two accounts just like how on X or Twitter Twitter. and I just don't want (laughs) I just don't want Elon to come after me with a pitchfork in the middle of the night so that's okay fuck Elon (laughs) so uh but yeah it's like the not safe for work um accounts and safe for work accounts um on twitter that's a normal thing that you would have two separate accounts between those two now what i find interesting and maybe it's because of how blue sky is all set up with the whole fact of invite codes and maybe down the road when people have extra invite codes to use that people will separate their accounts but a majority of people are just like fuck it i'm just gonna be one account one person and that's what i'm gonna be on blue sky i don't know that's what i've right, just that's, seen that's exactly what i've seen is most people who are switching to blue sky are like you know what screw it i don't have an after dark anymore everything's going on here if you don't like it that's your problem well and yeah i'm hundred percent in agreement i am also one of those people that's like i've got one invite code well you know there's people that are moving over that are like i'm no longer posting on twitter anymore i will only be here and i'm like 
I either wait and hope, you know, get another one and make a second account or you just say, fuck it. But then that's also where we kind of come back to this uh, evolution of the social media accounts thing with like blue sky that they already have even in its early stages that twitter did not in its early stages because it was early stages and still i would say fairly early in the life of the internet is you can custom filter a lot easier like you can flag your posts a lot easier to say hey this is naughty if you don't want to look at it don't look at it um Whereas those early early stages of of Twitter uh, and those and the other sites, you didn't have that. It was it was there and that was it. So I think being able to have that control over over your own posts more has definitely definitely changed the way in people the way people post the way that people have decided to run their accounts because now as the individual they have more control so that's i think and ironically i was gonna say i just think that's that's also a part of it because it's also the same on mastodon as well um at least in the furry instances that i've seen on mastodon is you can also filter your posts and put a you know a warning on it that says this you know has whatever content and then flag it and then the person looking at it has to choose whether or not they look at it it's not just there it's also kind of ironic that almost the opposite is being proposed right now as the time of recording on uh, uh twitter with the idea of of disabling the block feature being something that was coming up in the last week um giving people less control not over not only just over what they post but also what they see um, and, and well, they, they they just want to get rid of the block feature because that's what all of us do when we see a promoted post now. Yeah, instantly and block it, it. Regardless of the reasons, though, it does give. But you, yes, you know, yeah, it, they're they're, they're it, definitely good. taking away control. It's good for your your sanity, for your mental health, to be able to selectively filter what you're being exposed to. To be able to uh, say, look, this is something I do want to see, it's something I don't want to see. Um, which is an important part of social media use as well, I think. Right, right. I, I well, think... and, you know. Go ahead, click. Go ahead, Rue. <laughs> <laughs> click, go ahead. So on the subject of multiple accounts, how how, how do you manage? Like, you know, I, I have four Twitter accounts. At one oh time God. I had three Facebook accounts. Now I've got the Blue Sky. I've got the Mastodon. I've got the Telegram. You know, how do you... How do you juggle all this at the same time? I, mean, I can't. I, I, I don't have a Twitter account. I, I have one Facebook account that I basically neglected. Um, I've got my one Telegram account, and that's it. I, I, I can't, frankly. and I don't know how people can. So in, in light. <laughs> well, I think that also probably plays some part into these dropping of accounts as we move different sites. Because for me, so let's see, at the highest point, I've had five Twitter accounts that I managed, two of my own, well, three of my own, and then the For What It's Worth account and another account. And 
yeah, it definitely gets to be a lot, especially if, you know, like, say, for what it's worth. And you need to somehow create post-engagement and make sure people know that you exist. Uh, it's definitely a lot, especially as a as an individual when it's not your, you know, your job to do it. That's why so, I think that things like Hootsuite might become popular again. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's lost popularity. I just haven't heard anything about Hootsuite recently. So being able to post to all these places all in one go, I think we're going to see more of those where it's going to become like that's going to be your regular thing that you, you know, blast out all of your stuff out on. I and those... Well, I also, I also kind of wonder if it's not going the other way. What do you mean? Because if... Well, I mean, you know, over the last few years, it's been, you know, MySpace came out and then Facebook came out and then Twitter came out and then Telegram came out and everything just exploded. Right. And everybody's got multiple accounts on all these things. Well, then Facebook, Facebook turned to shit and everybody quit using it. I mean, look at look at the the research that Nuka brought. What was it? Ten percent now use Facebook. You know, so Facebook's died. I don't use it anymore. Uh, you know, and Twitter was a juggernaut, and now it's it's fallen apart from the inside for specific reasons, but that's beside the point. You know, the fluke that was Facebook and Twitter, um, you know, they're going, I think they're going away, and everybody's consolidating into one or two other places. Well, I, th- I think what's going to happen, this, this often happens with big communities, is you get this fragmentation and sort of a specialization, right? So I think what will happen is um, rather than everyone is on on Twitter or everyone is on on Facebook, as they reform, it'll become well this this is like the left wing social media. This is the right wing one, and then you know with enough infighting there, eventually that will split up and fragment into well this is the one for this group and this is the one for this group, and you'll you'll they'll become increasingly more fragmented and specialized as people say well. We want Twitter, but with this kind of these kind of norms and these kinds of rules, these kinds of, and so um, you'll see it kind of spiral off into these these smaller uh, communities of of like minded others. I think we're we're right to wait. So that's basically what Mastodon already is. Mastodon mm-hmm. is based off of a. Freddy uh, Federation style site where people can create their own um, servers. They create their own instances. And then the person who runs said server uh, or the group of people who run said server choose the rules, the what's it okay, like what's Discord. not, who's able to control or sorry, who's able to see posts from their server where you can see other posts from those servers. For me, I don't like that. I don't Personally, I, out of everything that we've been on over the years, and as we've said all through this episode, we've all been on a lot of different social media sites over the years. For me, Twitter was the best. Because well, yes, it that's why Twitter was such a fluke, and it it was, it like, I don't think the Twitter and Facebook phenomena is normal 
for social media. No. I think what Nuka is talking about is what social media is bound to become. Is, is bound to be, yeah. right? Twitter was, for some reason, just exploded, and you could find anything anywhere from anybody. See, that, right? that's, and that's what, what I like about it. that's what we all got used it. to. Twitter kind of had the World of Warcraft thing going for it. Like, World of Warcraft is not the best put together MMORPG. It's not, you know, because there are other RPGs that have MMORPGs that have more features or more, but it happens to be the one that everyone was on. And I think right. Twitter, that was the, the advantage Twitter had. Twitter, you know, other things have come by since then that have better features, but everyone was on Twitter, which is what kept it going as long as it has. Um, but I think that we're seeing now everything that's happening with Twitter is happening in spite of that fact, right? So it's it's become so bad that despite the fact that everyone is still on it, people are still leaving it. Right, um, and everything's going back to the fragmented, like you said, and and basically what social media is is going to bound to filter down to anyway. And it yeah. was... Well, it's a good example. Uh, as I say, it was that, where it was the fragmented, everybody, you know, you knew where your people were kind of thing, and that's where you would go. And then it all kind of, as you say, exploded, and it all conglomerated into this giant single you know few entities where everybody ended up being so yeah i think i think you're right in that it will burn back down into that whether or not how that happens well, i think is to be seen but if you if you want to see a really good example of something that has persisted in the background for for years and continues to go pretty strong i think uh reddit Reddit and the ability to create subreddits and subreddits and subreddits, all these tiny little specialized communities with their own rules, their own um, Reddit's still going pretty strong, I think, all these years later. Um, it's a really good example of, I think, where social media inevitably ends up. And that's Yeah. Oh, my God, Reddit. That, what a time sink. <laughs> and I would say Jeez. out of all of, like, the quick access social medias as in, like, you know, quick posts and things like that, I would con I would compare Mastodon being closer to a Reddit format if that makes so that makes a little more sense in that. Um, but as of that, I think one thing we should talk about. Well, a couple more things we should talk about before we get too much further would be, you know, with all of this, with everything. How do we keep our sanity with all of these sites, all these things that we can engage with, all these people we can engage with? You know, how do we ooh, know ooh, 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 what's me? me. Yeah, how do we know what's too much? You know, when do we turn it off? And those kinds of things. All right, teacher, Ru, go for it. Teacher, teacher, I, I have the answer. Go. Boundaries. Okay. Elaborate. Set, <laughs> set boundaries. Wait, wait, we had an episode about that. We don't know what that is. Oh, my. You should go <laughs> listen to that episode and learn all about them. I think it's important for you to set boundaries for yourself. I mean, the main thing is, is social media, as great as it is, sometimes it's good to limit your amount of time that you expose yourself to it. There are some studies that are out there that show that, you know, so like the more social media that you consume, the more depressed that you can be. So, so if you go for it, okay. you're the researcher. Okay, so, well, as a media psychologist, yes, please, so this please is actually, share. Yeah. Right up my alley here. Um, so I would say even more important. So boundaries. Yes. 
but it's not just so one of the things we see with like addiction research is it's not the volume it's the way you consume it so with with alcohol addiction for example you don't define alcohol addiction based on if you drink more than this amount you you have an alcohol addiction right it's why are you drinking how are you drinking right it's under you know, you know under what circumstances do you drink right I'm far more concerned about the person who says I can't control my drinking, uh, but they only have one drink per night. Then I am concerned with the person who drinks four times as much, but can stop whenever they want. Right. So it's it's about how you're doing it. And social media is the same thing. Uh, it's the compulsiveness. It's so so rather than setting strict time limits for yourself or, or you know, uh, I think boundaries are important. And I think engaging with it mindfully. So often, uh, people today find themselves turning to their phones when they're bored, right? You, you get home from work and you sit on your, your, your couch or your bed and you just, without even thinking, you, you grab your phone instinctively and you start scrolling. And before you know it, two hours have gone by. You didn't intend for that to happen. Nothing productive came out from it. Like you can't remember anything really that happened in that two hours. You just sort of zoned out and scrolled for like two hours. And that's bad use. That's not mindful, intentional, deliberate use. And that's really the the thing is recognize when you're going through your social media, I'm just staring at a screen. I'm not engaging or or recognize what it's doing to you. Boy, I feel like shit after doing after staring at that for a half an hour. Why am I continuing to use this when I come away feeling like garbage? So it's being mindful of how are you using it? How is it making you feel? And disengaging as soon as it's no longer something that you are enjoying or wanting or to do or getting anything out of. And there is research showing that people who take a break, people who, who you know, put their phones away for 48 hours, feel better, feel happier, feel more relaxed and more engaged with the world as a result of it. It's, it's funny because there's, you know, it's, it's kind of a mean phrase, but I always enjoy like the phrase of go and touch grass touch grass go go touch grass like and i know people say it to like insult typically but it's true it's sometimes true to it you know you need to step away from that and you know not necessarily go touch grass but do something else do something else that you like do something else that's enjoying uh joyful and meaningful to you um it's definitely easy to get overwhelmed and burned out and too you know too, where it's just too much where it's it's the only thing that you're you're you can think of and the only thing you can focus on and you know at the end of this i'm not going to say oh social media is bad you should never use it blah 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 blah, blah. No, it's great. I mean, I have found many a friend, many a community, and had many a meaningful conversation over these platforms. And a lot of the times, as I think with all of us, is we wouldn't be where we are today without those. And they can definitely influence your life for the better, but you definitely need to make sure you're paying attention to your mind when you are engaging. Um, I am also very guilty of the 
of the mindless scrolling uh, through Twitter or TikTok when I'm laying in bed instead of being like, I should probably go to sleep. Oh my God, it's midnight and I got to get up for work at six o'clock. So. And then practice it. Try it. Try to catch yourself. I, I, that's how I got myself off of Facebook ultimately was like, just like catch yourself. Like, what am I doing? I've been staring for 20 minutes. Like, stop. As soon as you catch yourself doing it, stop yeah. doing it. What about you, Rue? Do you have any techniques that you use when you're finding yourself in those moments? Um. Well, I'll be honest. I have the same exact problem. I mean, I wake up in the morning at 6.30 and then I'm like sitting there scrolling in bed as I'm waking up and then I'm like, oh, I only have 10 minutes to get out of here. Okay, here <laughs> we go. <laughs> have to get to work. Well, so I would, I would, I would say engage with it purpose of, purposefully, right? So it's don't just turn it on because it's your default when you got nothing to do. But okay, what are you going on to see what a specific person is saying? Are you going on because there's a news event that you want to look into? Are you, you know, but go on with a purpose if you're going to do it. Uh, don't just sort of turn it on and have it be the default of your life. It's called I go on because I see little red buttons next to the icon that says notifications. And I'm like, oh, what did so-and-so say? And then I go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying, Nuka. I totally do. And, and that's why I do say that it's important for you to be able to set boundaries. Put yourself on do not disturb once in a while. Be like, hey, all right, I'm going to put my phone away for a period of time for 10, you know, and spend time with people. I mean, there's so many times I see con people at conventions that are on their phone, which I get it. There's a lot of things that you do on your phone. You could be checking the schedule. You could be checking things. But there are some people that's like, I, you know, they see everybody around them or they, they're in a social setting and they're on their phone, which is fine because let me tell you, I'll be honest with you, I I am an introvert and an extrovert and there are some times that I have to kind of escape for a little bit and I'll go on, go into the bathroom and go scroll on my phone a little bit to be able to recharge my batteries. And so... Oh my God. What? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so we used to live with Rue and his mate, and uh, whenever we saw Rue go into the single bathroom we had with the phone, oh, no. we all just knew. <laughs> Literal if, shit posting. If if you have to pee in the next forty five minutes, you're screwed. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Touch grass. You're all animals. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You know, another technique is, you know, speaking of the notifications thing, you could just be ornery and, and, and bitch about it all the time. So then everybody's so afraid to add you to groups and message you during the day that it just never happens. <laughs> I guess that's an option. <laughs> Wait, is that your technique, Click? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, that's your technique? I honestly... I guess I'm just ornery. It doesn't work with me because I've never had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's great but yeah so just to kind of reiterate all of that as we as we wrap up it's you know be mindful of of what you're doing um one thing i learned 
we're going to talk about a quick technique here is because I would do the same where it's like, oh, wake up, alarm goes off, phone is in hand because phone is alarm. Ooh, look, Twitter notification. Oh, no, have to go to work now. What I actually ended up doing is I got a alarm clock. I just I went and got a digital alarm clock and now that is my alarm. So then when I put my phone away at night and I try to put it somewhere where it's not easy to grab, when I get up in the morning, I turn off the alarm clock and I don't even pick up my phone before I, I get out of bed and get ready. So there are ways to, you know, kinda help, you know, mitigate that because our phones as we've you know said before, our phones are, are, are kind of everything at this point. You know, there are clocks, there are calendars, there are there are communication, there there are work devices, there everything in a tiny little package and it is amazing what they are, but they can also definitely take over a lot. So find those other ways to be like, I don't actually need my phone to do this. I can use, you know, an alarm clock or you know, maybe I'm better writing my notes down in a little notebook, and that's where I'll keep my things. So ways to just maybe pull it away and put it away for a minute while you do something else. Hey, um, Voss. Hey, Voss. What? Do you have any suggestions? Um, The thing that's it's probably stupid, but worked for me so far is... I just, whenever I'm, I don't want to do something for a while, I'll just uninstall the app. I haven't yep. looked, I haven't looked at Twitter and since I've switched to Blue Sky at all, because I just straight up was like, okay, switch and then uninstalled. Haven't looked at it. Yeah, be tempted if it's not there. Exactly. And then you, if you want it back, you'll have to install and wait, and that's kind of a pain in the butt. So rather than do that, you'll just be like, oh well, I'll just put it away and do something else for a moment install wait log in do two factor oh my god oh your your password is expired you need to do a new one uh yeah <laughs> yeah you entered the wrong password yeah, i forgot my password. password okay enter a new one new password can't be the same as the old one <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh the struggle All hey right, click well. hey click what? Will you wow. throw me th throw me into? I mean, throw us into Boulder's Gate like you threw me down the pit. At <laughs> yeah, but th but that was an accident. I promise. Uh huh. Uh huh. And people don't know what we're talking <laughs> about, but yes. Uh, let's go ahead and throw us to break. Okay, we will take our last <laughs> break, and we'll be back with uh, final thoughts and uh, housekeeping. So, sit around, and we'll be back.
And then it literally exploded. It was the weirdest thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll Are you away. okay? Oh, sorry. We're back. What the? Oh, my gosh. I What? I hear it. It's I haven't heard it in so long. Wow. Wow. Listen. This song is so amazing. It's so that, good. I love that it. That can only mean one. Really? That can only mean one thing. It's it's time for, for Patreon worship. It's been so long. An entire summer, no less. But it doesn't make it any less important to thank folks like our Uber tier, Uber supporter tier, and fellow, or our Tails bursting out of pants tier supporters, oh, Ashton Sturgill and some douche named Nuka. Or our fancy supporter tiers like Lufus the Raccoon, Blackballed Brick, and Rifka. We have our deluxe supporter tier Patreon, Jason, Crowbridge, Plug, Guardian Lion. We have our plus supporter tier Patreons, Bubble Whip, Chapelgriff, Aussie K, Ligris. And then we have the McRib supporter tier Mang X3 or Mang times three, I guess. I'm not sure if it's Mang 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 or Mang times three. Uh, Victor Mutz, Tire52, and Achigo Okami. Thank you so very much for your support. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if uh, somehow in all of that we missed your name, please let us know. Get in touch with us and let us know because you deserve to be worshipped. Isn't that right, Rue? Uh, what? My my ears were bleeding. <laughs> Because of how beautiful it was, I understand. Uh, yeah, uh, I was in pain over here. So, if you want me to be in pain... If you like please, hearing Ruth support scream, us, <laughs> please join our Patreon. It makes the screaming last longer. Uh, Prolong his agony. They had to mute me. That's why you didn't hear me. Just a little bit. I mean, we can just do, like, sound bites of Rue screaming in agony. And just like intersperse those mm -hmm. in as we read, if people want, I guess. But I, I don't know if that will work with like, uh, you know, terms of service stuff. Anyway, you know, well, some people get off. Thank that, you, Click, so. for bringing us back. I don't know what you know. The music just came over us. But with that, I think. Do we want to get into some final thoughts about our our lovely topic about social media? How do you? How about you start us off with those new? I guys? think it's a good idea. Sure. Um, yeah, I think it's an. I think it's social media as a necessary evil in this world. I don't think we can get by without it. So, given that that's the case, um, yeah, be measured in your use of it, both judicious in how you consume it, and also we didn't really talk about it, but be mindful in how you're posting on it, right? So pay attention to what you're posting. Be a uh, a good user of it. Uh, be concerned about things like your safety and your public image and stuff. And uh, yeah, treat it like the uh, like you would treat alcohol or or anything that needs to be done in moderation. Like Rue, what do you have to say now that your ears are no longer bleeding? Uh, yes. So social media is an extension of who you are in some way or form, or who you're presenting yourself as as you are. Um, and sometimes the things that you post on there are there forever in some way or form. 
So I just, I think that it's good for you to use it. You'll find lasting relationships on there. I would have to say that every single one of the individuals that are on this show, I probably wouldn't have met them without social media. So um, it's, it's a great asset to be able to build friendships and to find people that you'll build a lasting friendship with. But at the same exact time, don't be a dick. And don't post stupid things on social media. Don't vent. Like, I, I understand that there's venting, but be careful about your venting. Um, and make sure that you you do your best to keep it as clean as possible in 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 some way or form not not necessarily saying nuts if you want to post not safe for work stuff great post not safe for for work stuff but what i mean is like if you treat other people like shit people are going to remember that and they're gonna don't think be that a bully. that's who you are is that what you're saying don't be a bully. Yep. all right this has been Ruth's final novel. <laughs> don't don't push me down into the cookie bin unless oh. I ask you to. What about you, Click? What are your final thoughts? Um, social media, like Nuka said, it's a necessary evil. It's not going anywhere. But as it pertains to the fandom, you know, social media runs the fandom. But on the adverse, I think this fandom runs a lot of social media. So they're, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. Voss, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, destroy all social media. Return to monkey. <laughs> return. How, <laughs> how would that work for you? Uh, return to ocean. <laughs> return, return to, to water bear. How about that? <laughs> um yeah but yeah as everybody else is saying is use social media it's it's a great thing it does have its negatives don't be an asshole people don't like assholes well in, so, in some context people do anyway don't be a bully you know people will what you do and how you post will reflect who you are as a person and if you are a terrible person on social media, people will remember that. Um, be sparing in your use if you can. Make sure to not let it take over. Take time for yourself. Take time for those that are physically, you know, emotionally in your life. And don't, you know, just... just don't worry about it too much. That's I think that's another thing that we didn't really talk about was like it's not everything. There's a lot more to life than social media. Um it's it's had many forms over the years and it will continue to have many forms and it will change as we change and the internet changes and the fandom changes. Um Yeah. So just focus on the important stuff. I was going to say like on on the, the so on the subject of don't overuse it, we have several social media outlets. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> oh, and I had another segue. My segue was, guess what? 
I need to clean my room. Oh, I guess it's time for uh, housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pick your favorite segue here. <laughs> yeah, we, I know, we go through this saying, ah, be careful with social media, you know, as we're, tr- as we're touting as old people. Yes, we have our social media's accounts. Social media accounts. And you can find us and follow us in, we will post episode information there and things that are going on. And we try to repost, you know, those things that are going on in the fandom, um, you know, fun posts, things like that. Uh, there's a lot of places you can find us. Um, first off is the website, which is our main, um, our main account, I guess you would say. Uh, but you can find us at our website, and it's just forwhatitsworth.com. And then we do have Twitter, blue well, Twitter for now, we'll see what happens. But uh, Blue Sky, Mastodon, Facebook, and YouTube accounts. Um, we've actually been posting the episodes on YouTube uh, as podcast episodes there. So if you prefer to listen there, you can also listen there as well. Um, and you can find us under... X, Sammy. I will never say it. X. No, I will never Elon say loves it. You. It's Twitter. Uh, but you can find us there. Same handle for what it's worth. Um, specifically for Mastodon, we are on the meow.social uh, server. So it would be for what it's worth at meow.social, uh, just to be sure that you find us in the right place. We do have a Telegram chat for our listeners. If you're interested in joining, you do have to be 18 or older. Uh, but go ahead and reach out to us. You can reach out to us on any of those. Uh, social media accounts or you can email us and let us know that you'd like to be added to the telegram Um, you can also email us for any you know comments you have on the episode maybe we said something you didn't agree with maybe you know there's something that we didn't bring up but you think is important Uh, or you know as we announce more episode topics for the rest of the season you'll be the same accounts that you sent uh, emails for those topics. So we've got a number of emails. Uh, our main one is cast at forwhatitsworth.com. Uh, that's where best place to go to send any of those emails. But if you'd like to email any of us individually, we do have our e- individual emails. Like uh, So Rue is Rue at forwhatitsworth.com, uh, Sammy forwhatitsworth.com, Nuka, Click, and Voss. We all have our own emails and just be at for what it's worth dot com. Uh, if you maybe don't want to type as much, you can send us a quick message on SpeakPipe. Uh, what that is, it's just it's like a almost like a voicemail system where you can record a message to us uh, or you can record our idents, uh, which you hear in the episodes, which are the quick little clips that are like. Hey, I'm, you know, hi, I'm Sammy, and you're listening to For What It's Worth, uh, or anything like that, something fun that you can send, and you send those in, and we love to put those uh, in our ident spots for the episodes. So for that, um, you, that is just speakpipe.com forward slash for what it's worth. Uh, and we also have our Patreon account, which you heard our Patreon read done earlier by the lovely Nuka, uh, and you can find us on there, and that's patreon.com 
forward slash FWIW. And as always, please tell a friend about the show. Uh, Everything we do is word of mouth, posting, sharing. If you have an episode that maybe we've done in the past that you have a friend who's maybe interested in joining the fandom and you're like, oh, here's a great episode on, on, you know, what is, you know, we've got an episode on what is furry and, you know, different subjects that uh, I think would be great to share with friends. So tell your friends about us and we'd love to get more folks listening and, you know, always love to hear what people have to say. And as always, please, please give us feedback. We absolutely love to hear it, um, whether about episodes specifically or maybe if, you know, we've kind of changed things up over over the last year. Uh, maybe there's a formatting change that you're like, mm, I'm not quite sure I like that. Let us know. We want to make sure that the show is something that you enjoy and want to listen to. And speaking of um, changing things up, Sammy. Oh, what's what our next episode? What's our next episode? Oh, yeah. Hey, this is going to be a big change up that I think will be fun. Um, so our next episode we're doing something special, something new that I'm hoping will we can do as we continue forward. Um, so our next episode, we're actually going to be live streaming the episode. Uh, wow, the where's and hows and and where and whens will be posted as we get that information together. Uh, but we are going to be live streaming it, and that episode is going to be about uh, furries and kink. Um, or as we like to call it, the big list of kinks. Uh, so Nuka has gotten some cool new data from their surveys that we're going to go over and we're just going to have some fun with it, but that is going to be a live streamed episode. So you're going to be more than welcome to come join us while we stream it, but we will be posting it after the fact as a normal podcast episode as well. So you'll have a chance to listen to it if you're not able to make it to the live stream. Um, anything I miss, guys? The editing on those episodes will probably be a lot less. Yeah. Or a little bit different. Yeah, the editing will be different. Because we're just going to post with whatever we say. So if Rue says something wrong, it's probably not going to be edited out. <laughs> All right. Anything I miss, right. guys? What do you think? No, I think that's good. I just, I'm just excited that we're back in the swing of things with this second part of season 10 so hopefully this episode has been absolutely stellar and other than that this has been been Sammy and click that was that was a fail I'm hungry (laughs) (laughs) I'm hungry I'm hungry I'm dead. All right. Well, let's try. (laughs) Let's try that one more, guys. One more time, guys. All right. This has been Sammy. And click. I want to go last. You are last. Oh, boss. Boss. What? You have to say goodbye. Oh, so I was waiting for boss. Yes. That's it. Voss is going to start us off this time. All right. And you've unfortunately been listening to it for what it's worth. This is Voss. And Sammy. And Rue. And Click.
I'm hungry. Bye, and hungry. this has been for what it's worth. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. Oh my God. Nailed it. First try. What a train wreck. Print it. <laughs>